Hello, what's up? This is Aiden Jones, and you're listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday, the 25th of May, 2021. And I am here in my room making the sounds of the summer. Oh, Jesus, what the fuck was that? Oh, I hated that. (laughs) Sitting in my room, waiting for you. Oh, God. I feel okay, I think. I just walked out in my, um, I just walked out in my garden for the first time in like a, a month, maybe. And it's all overgrown and there's weeds everywhere and it is just fucked. There's a lot of work that needs to be done in the garden and it's daunting, but I'm going to get to it. Um, maybe I'm not in a good mood. Who knows? This is what this is about. I want to try and thank you guys for listening, by the way. God, I always forget, don't I? That's one, the, like I've had a lot of initiatives on this podcast and one that is just keeps going because I can never get on top of it as I always forget to thank you guys, my gentle listeners, the, the sleepy bears, uh, of this podcast. Thank you for listening. The sleepy bears. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, it's been a good week. I'm so tired right now. Uh, I, I just had a long day yesterday. I think this is a thing from back when I, before I was better, um, when, when like, I think maybe it's just a problem that I've had for a long time is putting pressure on myself and I did it last night, but I think I did it in a good way where like, I just am scared of, um, I'm scared of reaching a point where I rest on my laurels and become lazy, you know, or I go like, oh, well, I've done that. I've, I've, I've been that person who works hard and you know, really just like grind. I hate the word grinding. I hate that word. I'm just out there grinding, man. That feels like a word that people use to like aggrandize themselves. Is that the right word? Aggrandize? Yeah, that sounds about right. To big themselves up, to be like, yeah, man, I'm just out here grinding. It's all I know how to do. I just grind. I work. I grind. I play. But even when I play, I grind. Like fuck off, man! You're not even doing any actual work. You're just like, for me, when I feel the most like I'm grinding, when I feel the most like I'm doing heaps of stuff, is probably when I'm just in like a a manic frenzy and not actually doing anything. I'm just doing a lot of moving. It's just like moving with my body. Like if I'm running from place to place to place, probably just means I'm not very organized. And that's when I feel the most like I'm like, you know, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm doing this thing. I'm working hard because I'm running for a tram. When actually the reason I'm running for a tram is because I just jerked off and had a shower instead of getting ready to leave, you know? (laughs) It's like, are you really grinding or could you just not help but watch porn an hour ago? I'm thinking of quitting porn. And when I say I'm thinking of quitting porn, I mean, I know I should quit porn, but I feel like I don't want to yet. Um, 
That's another thing. I just, I'm not going to go too deep into that. <laughs> but nevertheless, I'm thinking of quitting porn. Probably should, hey? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's, I actually haven't thought about that at all. I don't know why I just said that because I've not put any thought into that other than just, yeah, I probably should. But now here I am saying it and then it kind of feels like I have to talk about it. But you know what? I don't want to. Let's keep it light. I'm trying to keep it light today. Um, my week last week, after that Tuesday, when you got, when we last spoke, um, Tuesday, I did that full day of work and then recorded at night. God, that was pretty rough. Um, oh, oh man, actually what I've been talking about all week, what I was talking about last week and what I've been talking about with everyone that I've seen since I got back from that travel was just how beautiful it was in the West of New South Wales. And I think more than anything, what that did for me was allow me to have some time to myself. And I was talking last week about being a little bit more protective over my time when I'm by myself. So Wednesday, uh, it was my mate's birthday. So I, that was already, that's not time to myself. If I've got that on, then that day is, I th I've decided I need a whole day to myself. So, uh, Wednesday morning we went for breakfast. We went to an amazing spot called Florian, uh, in Carlton. I love a place that is going to depart from the well-worn path of just regular brunch fare, you know, like, I mean, that's, there are a dime a dozen in Melbourne now and some of them are good and some of them are bad. None of them are great. That's the thing with brunch is it's never incredible. It's always good, but it's never the best meal. It's never a meal that you're like, whoa, man. Remember that? I can't count the number of brunches that I've had in my life, and I can't think of one that was, like, amazing. One that I always do think about was, uh, what was it called? The Blue something? Over in Yarraville, and they have a lamb and mint sandwich, and that was really good. But is a lamb and mint sandwich really brunch, or is it just a great sandwich? I mean, these are the questions. Is it is it really brunch, or is that just a great sandwich, mate? That's not brunch. That's just a great sandwich. I listened to a podcast yesterday about how, oh, I've got to recommend this podcast, 50, 50 Things That Change The World Economy. What a fascinating podcast that I've been absolutely addicted to because they're only 10-minute episodes. Um, so it just gives you little facts about random various... Random. So facts are so random. Um, just gives you little facts about various, I don't know, inventions, little things. Uh, it is. It's always inventions. Yeah. It's inventions or like innovations. And... Um, <clears throat> the stories behind them or just contextualizes them in the wider economy. And it's fascinating, fascinating stuff. And uh, they only go for 10 minutes. And annoyingly, the first like a minute and a half is just not unlike this podcast when I've listened back to it sometimes. You just got to skip the fuck through it. It's actually really annoying. And I'm sorry for all the ads at the start. Look, who have I become? Oh, God. The first, like, a fucking minute and a half of these pods is always just, like, fascinating inventions that change the world. And then, like, hey, do you want to buy a fucking gun? 
And then it's like, ding, ding, do, 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 the song for the podcast. But it shouldn't have a song. A podcast shouldn't have a fu- This is it, right? A podcast that's only 10 minutes long that I'm just listening through a bunch of them shouldn't have a little intro song that's like fucking 30 seconds long. Now I'm realizing very quickly that my intro song is that long. Oh, God, what have I done? <sighs> I'm second guessing every decision I've ever made. Anyway, I listened to one and it was about the way that our eating habits have changed. The invention was the TV dinner that they were analyzing and um, analyzing. They're not really analyzing it. They're just telling the story of it, but it was invented. And uh, it, first of all, uh, apparently people often say, I've never heard this, but maybe this is a straw man argument on their part, but apparently people often say that what freed women from the home was the invention of the washing machine rather than, uh, um, yeah, because that allowed women to spend less time washing clothes and more time pursuing their careers. But actually this thing argued that the real, um, thing was, the TV dinner or processed foods in general because, um, the washing machine back way back when, um, the washing machine hasn't, hasn't made less work. It's just made us all smell better because way back when apparently people would just do shit like wear dark fabrics to hide stains or change their collars, which I don't understand what that means. What's that? A removable, like a, a disposable collar. So what, you take the collar off your shirt when it's dirty? What's that? A removable collar? Like a... uh, Google. Removable collar. No, not collar, you fucking piece of shit. (laughs) Collar. Yeah, detachable collar is a shirt collar separate from the shirt, fastened to it by studs, usually made from a different fabric, in which case it is almost always white and being unattached to the shirt can be starched to a hard cardboard-like consistency. Cardboard collar, why? Rather than having to tuck in a collared shirt, dealing with the layering, lumpy sleeves, or constantly dry cleaning your shirts, a detachable choker makes getting the prim and proper look of a collar easier than ever before. Well, you know what? I think that's fucking stupid. Who's wearing a detachable collar with, like, a t-shirt? What? Or is it a... Oh, it's right. It's... it's Like, if you had a button-up shirt without a collar, and then you put the collar on it, and it looks like you're wearing a really nice shirt, but actually you're just wearing a collar. Yeah, look. I think... This is stupid. Anyway, that's that's what I think. <laughs> so the invention of the washing machine was like, it didn't free up a lot of time because actually people before the washing machine just didn't do their washing. Whereas with um, TV dinners and processed food, if, this, if food was going to take a few hours to cook, someone was going to have to do that because you can't just go without like you can with washing. And so the advent of this processed food stuff, what I, I, that's not even what I was talking about. That freed up a lot of time for women, but then also um, 
they were talking about the changing trends between us eating out versus eating in. And apparently it's very American centric, this podcast, which does annoy me, even though, I mean, it's a BBC podcast, but it's still that all their examples are like American society, blah, 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 blah. but I guess we are kind of that. So whatever. Um, apparently in like 2013 for the first time, um, in America, people spent more money, more money or maybe more food, whatever it was that like eating outside of the home became the predominant way that people ate. The majority of the food that people ate was outside of the home versus inside of the home. Something like that, you know, more eating out than eating in. And, um, I guess that's what I was talking about with the brunch thing. God, we made it back. I feel like a, I feel like a, like a jungle, you know, explorer coming out of the, coming out of the forest with his machete going like, we made it. We made it through the thing. We were talking about brunch 10 years ago. We were talking about brunch and I haven't seen another soul since. Brunch is never amazing, is it? But when we went to Florian, there we are, on Rathdown Street. Fuck, it feels good to come all the way back around, doesn't it? To be, look, I think that's indicative of my bravery, that I would depart so radically from uh, the conversation that I was having and having and start talking about some podcast and then be able to find my way back. I've proven to myself that I can do that. That makes me feel good and confident. I'm genuinely scared if I do that, that I'll just forget what I was talking about. But look at me, I didn't do it. So this place, Florian, <clears throat> I think it's on Rathdown Street, whatever, it's in Carlton. They do like, um, they just have like a different brunch menu. Like the thing that I got was called a farmer's breakfast and it was just a bunch of different kinds of cured meats, bit of cheese, bit of, bit of yogurt and compote or compo. And... Um, it just felt quite different to like your regular breakfast fare. I can't remember what my mate got, but uh, he got something else that was lovely. And they just, they didn't have, you know, all the random crap, all the just like crap. Like brunch is too heavy. That's the thing with brunch. I'm, breakfast is a fucking, breakfast should be a light time. Light. Keep Let's keep it light. Joyful. Uplifting. Yes. Let's go. Oh, I've just spat apple on my microphone. Yuck. Joyful, uplifting brunch. Here it is, it's brunch. Don't get bogged down in the news of the day. It's brunch. Why are you trying to be so serious? It's brunch. Just keep it light. That's what I'm trying to do. And that place, Florian, felt like they understood that. Like all the stuff that you get for brunch, scrambled, e scrambled eggs is a fucking cement brick in the gut of a man. It's so heavy. Bacon, it tastes great. Very heavy. Toast. I mean, there was toast at this place, but it was like little bits of toast. But still, you know, with butter, it's enough to be like, yeah, I had some toast, but I don't know, man. Brunch is, uh, I find myself getting bogged down in brunch and, and this place felt they really got that. So they were keeping it light. So we did that. I had therapy. That was great. <clears throat> then we met up again. We did a bang bang. Uh, we had another meal. It was not quite a bang bang. We didn't go straight from one meal to the other, but we had uh, we had lunch. Oh, I tried this. We went around. I was looking for a scent, and I think I found one that was really nice. 
well, actually, it was my mate had picked it out and I was like, you know what? I really like that and I might get it. So I treated myself this week, not to that. I've treated myself to the shoes that I've been meaning to get for ages. This uh, Wolf and Shepherd, this like American shoe maker. Um, I looked them up like six months ago, maybe even more. Um, they're, they're shoes, like boots, like the boots that I like to wear, like dress shoes or whatever, leather shoes. Um, but low cut, not high boots. Um, so they're these shoes, but they're made to be walked around in a lot because I, the reason that I had plantar fasciitis like six months ago was I think twofold. One, because we came out of lockdown where I hadn't been walking very much and I just went straight back into walking a lot. So it was like, I just wasn't, it's almost like I didn't stretch or like I wasn't warmed up kind of, but in a more long-term sense. And then also because I was doing like 10, 15,000 steps a day in these dress shoes that I bought. The boots, if you've been listening for over a year, if you remember, the Windsor Smith boots, and they're, you know, great, but they're just not made for being walked that much in. So I looked up what boots can you get that are made to be walked that much in, and I've found Wolf and Shepherd, lots of raving reviews, and also they have a shoe called the Crossover, which is a boot with, um, on the bottom is like a sneaker bottom. How sick. So I've ordered two pairs of those. I've been looking forward to this purchase for like, yeah, I mean, easily six months. I finally did it. I pulled the trigger. I measured my feet, got the shoe size right, emailed them to be like, is this the right size? Because they're from America. Um, and it was like 600 bucks for these two pairs of shoes and three pairs of low-cut socks. And... Um, I was just so scared. I was so scared, man. Making a shoe purchase from overseas and like if they don't fit, like that's it, you know. And there's like they're very clear, no returns on overseas purchases. So pretty scary stuff. Finally did it, measured my feet and they're coming. And then um, went with my mate to look at, yeah, all of these. I've been just feeling like maybe I want to buy a fragrance. Maybe I want to be that guy. I'm really starting to suave myself up here. I've got shoes. I've got socks. I've got shirts. I've got a fragrance. I've got a boutique nose hair trimmer. Maybe that's next. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? I feel like my nose hairs are getting longer. That's another thing about being 30 that they don't tell you. Nose hair. Anyway, so uh, yeah, this one by Tom Ford, and it just smelled so good. Oh, what's the di- here we go? Here we go. This is another one I wanted to know. What's the difference between odor parfum and odor toilet? If you choose, the main difference is therefore the amount of perfume oil in the formula. An odor toilet contains less perfume oil and more water and alcohol than an odor parfum. There we go. That's exactly what I thought. So an eau de parfum is like more expensive and it's got more oil and less water and alcohol to thin it out. And I think the result of that, the result, the what happens, what, why that's good is because it stays on you longer. And then I remember reading in a book years ago about like... Um, something about the different notes of perfume and when you leave it for a long time, different undertones like emerge. 
And I think that happens better with the oil because the oil stays on you longer, whereas the alcohol and water kind of evaporates quicker. It's almost like eau de toilette is like a way of making a little bit go a long way. So it smells nice when you apply it, but it doesn't last very long. So you want the oil. I mean, I had that oil from that that Islamic bookstore ages ago, but it just didn't smell that good. Maybe I could mix oils together. Maybe I could just make my own perfume. <laughs> That's like a really grub thing to do, isn't it? <laughs> just, just buy heaps of random essential oils, like mix them together, and I'm like, I'm a scientist. <laughs> oh, no, I'm getting a call. Oh, fuck. No, I can't take that. I'm really sorry. I got a... um. I got a uh, message from someone from like ITV Australia saying they've got a project for me and um, I called them before and I called them, it was like eight o'clock and I think I just, it was too early for them. Um, She sounded a little bit annoyed, but how exciting for that. ITV, I don't know what it is. I feel like it's going to be a scam, but it's something about it feels like it's not going to be a scam. Anyway, um, what was I talking about? So that was, that was Wednesday, but Thursday... Yeah, Wednesday, great. And we went to this place called Soy 38, which is in a, a parking lot just in between like Little Collins and Burke Street up near Parliament. And that was phenomenal food. So cheap. So yeah, great day all up Wednesday, even though I still didn't feel, I still felt a little bit swamped, you know, like I hadn't done all of the things that I wanted to do. And... um I just needed my day to myself, but got to Thursday and I just, I did so good, man. I didn't like let, I didn't book anything with anyone. I didn't let myself be drawn into any little plans. And I just woke up and had no plan for the day. I just knew I had to do some stuff and I fucking did it, man. I attacked that day. I got so much stuff done. I did my budget. I did... Some, no, I started work on like promoting some shows. I looked into running another show. It's not going to work, but I looked into it. I followed that down to the end. I, uh, I don't even, you know what? Now that I think about it, I don't even know that I got that much done on that day, but I did just to have that day by myself that was completely mine allowed me to stop and recharge in a way that I think I really needed. And just like let myself know that I do have the time to do things. And like I'm reading from my diary now and I can tell on Wednesday I said still feeling pretty swamped. And then on Thursday I spent a bit of time sitting in Brunswick Aces which is the new alcohol free bar around the corner from my house. And it was beautiful and I just went in there and sat in there and had I had a... a a sober cocktail or just a cocktail. They're just calling it a cocktail. Normalized calling it a cocktail. I love how they're trying to, everything is a cocktail. It doesn't need to be alcohol to have a cocktail to, to be called a cocktail. Sometimes a cocktail is just a boutique beverage. I don't know, mate. I reckon it needs to have alcohol in it. I'm still trying to figure out my relationship with alcohol, man. I, I drank quite a few of these, um, 0% beers and they're great but I know deep down that it's not the same. It's not the same 
as just having a beer and like that $18 cocktail that had no alcohol in it at Brunswick Aces. Yeah, it was great. It was really tasty actually. It was syrupy but not too sweet. It was kind of fresh. It was really good. And I did sit on it for about 40 minutes, half an hour maybe, 40 minutes. Like I just, you know, I had it and I was just sipping it. And it was great. It it was the kind of drink where I didn't even I didn't want to just neck it back. Maybe because I didn't want to think that I just wasted eighteen dollars. <laughs> maybe maybe it was in part because I knew how much it costed. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I am really enjoying this, man. That's the thing when you buy an eighteen dollar alcohol free cocktail is the onus is really on you to get your money's worth. <laughs> Oh my god! But anyway, I did enjoy it, and then I had a, a milk stout after that, and that was pretty good too. Thursday was just an incredibly refreshing day. Worked Friday, worked Saturday, and then by Saturday night, I was just fucking, you know, I was just in the thick of it again. Just felt like I was so tired. Went down, did a gig in St Kilda, had a good set. And then Sunday, um, me and my girlfriend just spent the day. That was our us day. The day that I have for myself on Thursday, I had with my girlfriend on Sunday. Um, there's still a few things that I need to do, but um, I feel like I've kind of caught up to where I need to be. If I can just give myself one day a week where I um, where I don't plan anything, I reckon I'll be in a much better place mentally. The picture this week is a great, oh my God, I forgot about this. A fantastic people taking pictures that I got on Burke Street. It's a guy standing in the middle of the tram lines on Burke Street and um, someone taking a photo of him and the person taking the photo is like down on their knee, like squatting with the camera down low. So it's like a low angle shot and it just, it's a really beautiful people taking pictures. The vanity that's on display, shameless vanity. Um, it was either that one or I got a different people taking pictures of, um, you know what, I'll just tell this story uh, and then I reckon that'll be the pod. On Saturday night, St Kilda is just a weird place, isn't it? I don't know if you're, uh, if you live in Melbourne, if you don't live in Melbourne, what can I liken St Kilda to? It's really its own... I don't know. I don't know anywhere like St. Kilda and other cities in Australia. Like, I guess maybe it's like Hindley Street or King's Cross. I don't really know King's Cross that well, but I do know Hindley Street. It's kind of got that seediness, maybe the valley in um, in Brisbane. But then again, not at all because it's next to the beach. That's the thing. And it's next to the beach in a city that is not a beach city. So you've got the beach there, but you've got like just like real poverty and uh, a lot of drugs and a lot of people like drug people who are pretty messed up on drugs roaming around and you know the kind of poverty and the homelessness that goes with that but then you've also got I don't know I mean are the bars nice the bars aren't even nice 
Chapel Street is like a little bit of a ways away, and that's where the nice bars are. But St Kilda doesn't have nice bars. It's just got a lot of different bars. And uh, a lot of backpackers normally, but there's not so many at the moment. It just, it feels, I don't know, man. I People talk about St Kilda, the people who like it, talk about it like it's this great place. And I'm like, I am yet to see what the fuck you're talking about. Because anytime I walk around St Kilda, it's not busy. It's not like popping or full of energy. The energy is kind of weird and dark. It doesn't have, I've never walked around St Kilda and there've been like heaps of people around and there's like a good and happy energy. It's always this like, yeah, there's people out and they're drinking, but there's a weird kind of darkness to it. And I just, something weird always happens when I'm in St Kilda. And, um, Saturday night when I got there, I was talking to this dude who, um, I guess I started comedy with like nine years ago. Uh, he doesn't really do it that much anymore and and uh he was just at the bar where the comedy was drinking not doing a set but just having a drink telling me about his you know business that he runs and he's bought a house and he'll get back to comedy at some point and that kind of made me sad to think that I mean I guess he was he kept telling me he kept telling me how happy he was and that's you know when you're in that conversation with someone I'm it really felt like who are you trying to convince man um yeah, he just kept going, yeah, man, I'm just real happy, you know, I just, I'm great, and I just don't think, you know, I just can't do the grind anymore, that's what he kept saying, I can't do the grind, I'm like, brother, I can do the grind, <laughs> I'm grinding right now, I was half an hour late to this gig, <laughs> look at me grinding, I'm so late to everything, I'm not in control of my life, grind, grind, grind. He just kept saying, I can't do the grind anymore. And he's like, you know, I don't want to tour in Australia because Australian audiences don't get my stuff. I just want to tour in Europe and in Edinburgh. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Australian audiences don't get your stuff. There's 20 something million people here and none of them get your... Yeah, all right, man. So whatever, there's that. That was kind of a... That conversation bummed me out a little bit. Just someone lying to themselves a little bit. I I don't want to name who it was, but you know what he said? He goes, you know, most of the comedians we love, man, they hit when they're like 40, don't they? So what I'm going to do is keep running my business. And once I've paid my house off when I'm like 40, then I'll give it a proper crack at comedy and I'll be 40. So I'll be, you know, like ready to go and I'll have 20 years of comedy experience. And I'm just like... The reason those people hit isn't because they were 40. It's because they spent 20 years fucking working. You psycho. I mean, oh, what a deluded thing to say. Uh, that's not even the weird thing that happened. I was having this conversation with this guy that was just a lot of him, you know, telling me about his plans and just me kind of nodding and smiling and, you know, in my head just going, forth. All right, man. And this girl was there, I guess, with him that he'd been hanging out with. And she came up to me and did that thing where she put her finger on my chest and was like, hey, you've got something there. Like as if I'm going to look down and she's going to flip her finger up and hit me in the face. And I didn't look, which made me feel like I'd won, like I was powerful. And then she... um she did that and then she was like, oh no, I'm so embarrassed. And the guy was like laughing or whatever, the guy that I was with. And then, um, 
I went over and talked to her after I'd finished that conversation and she was like being very weird after that. She was just like, no, I don't want to talk to you. I can't talk to you now. And uh, I went inside. I said hello to the showrunner and I was like, I'm going to be on in like 45 minutes. So I've got a bit of time. So I go back outside and there's this other girl there who is Colombian and I'm talking to her about being Colombian and, um, you know, about Fernando and stuff. And I'm like, I've never been to Colombia, but this girl, she's Colombian. And she's telling me about being in Australia as a Colombian person. And, you know, just the feeling of being Latin. <laughs> she's telling me about that. She's telling me Latin people are really passionate and really care about family. And she was telling me she felt a connection to me. Um, which I didn't really believe cause I think she was just one of these kind of, you know, not street people, but like just, uh, she seemed kind of, she seemed kind of lost, but she also seemed like she had her wits about her. The first girl seemed quite lost and the first girl came over to us. Uh, I reckon their relationship was they had met that night and this first girl was a bit younger and she was go and she was saying to this other girl, I love you. I love you. You're my best friend. But they had met that night. And she comes over and she looks at me and she's like, stop being so sleazy with my friend. And I was just like, oh, like everything this girl has said to me so far has been insane. And, um, and, uh, I'm like, oh, we're just talking about the, being Colombian. Cause I'm Colombian and she's Colombian. She's like, you're not Colombian. And I'm like, okay, man. All right. <clears throat> anyway, so. They were doing their thing. I talked to this other girl for a bit, <clears throat> the Colombian girl, and then her friend was just over in some side bit, seeming sad. And I was like, maybe you go look after your mate. She was like, all right, you know, nice to talk to you. And then I'm inside later sitting by myself. And I just, I heard them, like they were like a table away from me and I was listening to their conversation. And they took a selfie with the guy who runs the room. And that was the picture of people taking pictures. That was the other one that I got. And, um, they took a selfie with him and then the younger girl after the selfie goes like, Oh my God, I just look so shit in this one. You look so beautiful. And I just look so shit. And the old, the Colombian girl was like, don't put yourself down like that. Hey, stop. If we're going to be friends, you got to stop talking to yourself like that in such a negative way. She was just like saying a really cool thing to this young girl. And the young girl was being very shy and coy about it and like kind of defensive um, and then they disappeared pretty much after that. They just disappeared. And I just was like, what, what's happened there? Like, these are two girls. I don't, I really don't think they knew each other. Maybe they were staying in a hostel, but it, I didn't get that vibe either. I don't know where they came from. I don't know where they went and I don't know what the story was, but there was definitely some, it was like two kind of lost people. Why were they out, you know, drinking in this bar? That's like a bottle shop slash bar. It's like not a cool bar. I don't even think there's music playing. Why were they there on a Saturday night and St. Kilda and the streets are just like empty. Just what it's just, it's a very unsettling feeling. And that's St. Kilda. And that was my Saturday night. Anyway, I, so that's where I was doing comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm at is my calendar is looking pretty bare. So I'm catching a tram for an hour to do comedy at a place where 
when I see like two girls there, it feels uncomfortable. <laughs> that's how fucked this place is. Anyway, I reckon that's the podcast for the week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good one. I'll talk to you next week. This has been Aiden Jones sitting under a tree. Peace.